0: I can't help it that I look good,
1: smell good, can't dance all night long. Uh, you've been talking to the apes and the giraffes and
0: chimpanzees again, haven't you? Yes, I'm excited! <laughs>
2: There we go. All right. We are ready. Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Fast Freddy Rocks Youngstown, coming to you live and direct right now from uh, the Youngstown studios in beautiful Youngstown, Ohio. And uh, we're back. We were off last week, right? Sure. What did I have last week? I, I had something. On. Oh, yeah. That's right. I was, you know what? I, I was off sick last week, and it was the Monday after the Super Bowl. So what are people thinking right off the bat? And I, and I won a block pool and I was bragging about winning the block pool and I had a call off, off work the next day. I wasn't on the air on Monday. That's right. I was off sick. And you know what people were thinking? Of
3: course. And I'm like, <laughs>
2: come on now, you you know me better than that. You know, but I, I've known uh, several people throughout the years that, uh, have called off after Super Bowl parties especially after winning a block, you know, there so what is you a, even saying like, th- there is a it's correlation, like but bullshit no matter what. <laughs> I know, right? right. Right. So it was like, honestly, I'm sick. Sandra Miller had to fill in for me and you know, and she wouldn't just let it go. You know, Oh, poor guy. I hope he's all right. I hope it's not contagious. <laughs> I hope he's back. You know, it was just questioning my honesty about that. And here's my thing. Okay. You really have a problem if you can't make it to work by three o'clock. No
1: matter what you do,
2: <laughs> Even no hungover, matter, right, right. Three is doable. Yeah, right. If you cannot make it to work by three o'clock, the, you you have a problem. Yeah. And I think that in, in all the years, I think that's only happened to me one time, not making it at three o'clock. I was at a Connie Out Lake Park, and uh, we just had a hellacious weekend. And I think it might have been Memorial Day weekend or Labor Day weekend, one of them. And I remember waking up in the Hotel Conneaut, (laughs) you know, and it's Monday or Tuesday. Everybody's gone. right? (laughs) I'm the only one in there. And it's a haunted hotel to begin with. I wake up. The whole place is dark. Uh, You know, it's taken me a while to even figure (laughs) out where I'm at. And I look at my watch and it's like 2.30 and I'm in Conneaut and I'm like, I got to call Viking Jim. I'm like, Vike dude, you better jump in there man. <laughs> because who's ever in there? Yeah, I think he was on and, and I was like, somebody's got to jump in there and cover for me. I said, there's no way I'm going to make it back. But that was one time. So, I mean, a Super Bowl party, if I can't make it to work by three o'clock, you know, I mean, I'm just, you know, I, I could handle that. You got to be kind of a lightweight if you can't make it by three o'clock, right. you know, so. Uh,
3: Conversation this morning, like BJ and I were talking about you. Yeah. And we were like, Did anybody check in with Freddie for today? Yeah. And we looked at the clock. I was like, oh, it's only 11 a.m. He's not up <laughs> <Yeah>. yet. <laughs> He's not
2: even up yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's why some people say, well, how do you do that? Well, the trick is you don't get up at seven o'clock in the morning. It's not like, you know, I'm out all night at these things. And then, oh, it's seven o'clock time to Rise get up. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't quite work that way. That's I'm letting out too many secrets though, but that's pretty much how it works. And that, that's why I wasn't here last week. It was a super bowl. Well, you were missed. Yeah, okay. Well, we're, we're back in action and, uh, I got a bunch of people I'm lining up and well, you know what though? You, you kind of double cross me. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm yeah. No. There? No. Oh, okay. Shit. What did I do? Okay. I've been wanting to get Gary Ramey on for a yes. long time from Peppermint Productions. Right? Then I log on and I see you have him on. Yeah. And I didn't want to have him on again, like like quick, like I'm 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 copying off of you, you know. Then you had the Vindies on. Get your own guests. I mean, what <laughs> that? Why you Why you want my cocktails? <laughs> oh, is that how that goes? I was just about to ask the same question. Believe it or not. I was just wondering about that. I talked to Gary yesterday and I said, you know, because I see him almost every Sunday and I'm like, okay, I got to get you on. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, then uh, that's what happened. And then he's I said, well, I said, Oh a- yeah, no, especially I know a lot of the stuff about that. Not that you and everybody else that have interviewed him in the past year, you know, I'll get, I'll get the sloppy seconds after everybody else is done here, <laughs> you know, but uh <laughs> Oh, we got to say hi to uh, Trenda. Trenda tuning in down in Florida today, FLA. Uh, yeah, the Daytona 500 got rained out I yesterday, too. The, it's, it's been kind of rainy down in Florida here lately. So it hasn't been their best. Uh, Nice, so uh, not a good nice weather the in the NASCAR winter.
3: Season with rainouts.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even see who won today. I just come straight from the radio station here.
3: I, I will look it up. Um, because got they the they still
2: machine. might be uh, running. Yeah, you got this thing. How's this Google work? You you ask it questions and it gives you the answer. It
3: does. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. <laughs>
2: okay now i automatically have to uh laugh because when you see the points leader and the guy's name is reddick r-e-d-d-i-c-k at
3: least it's not dick trickle
2: well that's the man he's trying to cash in on the dick trickle popularity hey there's only room for one dick in nascar you know but uh oh that's the craftsman Okay, here we go. Race results lineup. Uh, let's see. Joey Logano in first place. Oh, that's that's still not it. Huh.
1: That's the stage
2: three. Oh, okay. Uh, they're almost getting ready to wrap up here. Okay, yeah, they're on lap 193. Ross Christian in the lead. Okay. All right. Where's Ryan? Where's, uh, where's
3: Ryan Blaney? Yeah,
2: where's Ryan Blaney? Where's our guy, man? Ryan Blaney. Oh, he's—he must be having a rough day. He might—he might have might Oh, there erect. He is, Uh-oh, Tyler Reddick is right above him. <laughs> <laughs> that might be my new go favorite. Tyler.
1: That, might,
2: that might be my new favorite driver. I got to get his shirt just that says that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll go with my Dick Trickle, uh, my Dick Trickle shirt. Yeah. We, so, uh, we were supposed to have our big, um, NASCAR party yesterday over at the ice house. You know, that's one of our big traditions there at the ice house, our NASCAR party, our Daytona 500 party. And, uh, you know, we, we, we had always been going on, you know, a, a, it's the home of the Dick Trickle fan club, of unofficial, unofficial of Dick, Dick Trickle fan club. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and for the Daytona 500, we renamed the, uh, Long Island iced teas in honor of Dick Trickle. So we have the big Dick and the little Dick, (laughs) you know. And it's it's one time of the year when men can sit around and enjoy a big Dick with their buddies, and it it seems to work out pretty well. Yeah. So that's only for NASCAR, though, you know. And it's only for a uh, manly way. Six laps to go. Okay, we're we're coming down to the wire here. So then, um, you know, and then starting the Dick Trickle fan club had its ups and downs. You know, it wasn't easy. Because first you need a name. So you got, you know, you got Jimmy Buffett. They call their followers the parrot heads. You got the grateful dead. They go with the deadheads. So with the Dick Trickle fan club, when we come up with the name, not everybody liked it. Although some people really were and it fit. So, you know, we 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 nobody wanted to be a dickhead. What about you know? trickleheads? That's sounds- <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. or that either. So <laughs> so now, you know, we we we're, we're now we're thinking about okay, we need shirts. So the first idea somebody comes up with, I heart Dick. Nobody wants to wear that, you know, unless they're maybe a Jeff Gordon fan, maybe a (laughs) Jeff Gordon fan or two would want to buy the shirt. But, but other than that, you know, that, that was the end of that, you know? But, uh, so that was the trials and tribulations of, uh, getting the Dick trickle fan club, uh, started. And, I you know, I think a lot of guys felt bad that they couldn't grab a big Dick yesterday and, enjoy the race with their buddies, you know, out. but you know, we, we do have the, uh, Long Island ice teas in honor of Dick trickle and you could order one and not feel, you know, you could still feel manly about it. Cause Pay it's NASCAR, but that's right, man. Exactly. <laughs> dick trickle is the only racer that had a cigarette lighter in his car and he drilled a hole in his helmet Ooh. so he could smoke while he drove. That's so like he was a real, a, man. a real NASCAR, you know, that was when Winston cup was Winston cup. Yeah. When you're driving down the track and you're smoking a cigarette, man. 200
3: you know? miles an hour, <laughs> yep. 190 degrees in the car. Yep.
2: Real man. That's, that's how I look at it. So yeah. Dick trickle. Hey, Brenda's checking in. How are you doing? How are you doing? Brenda, Brenda out in Polk, Pennsylvania. You have been to Polk, Pennsylvania?
3: Up into Polk, Pennsylvania.
2: By Franklin, Oil City. Remember yeah, Oil City in Oil City. I love Oil yeah, City. I, I like it up there. Tionesta and all those places. Great. I'm, I'm speaking great time. in front of
3: a school in Titusville. So that's Oh, right okay. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love riding my motorcycle up around there. It's a that's good, a good it, part of town. I, I saw the Allegheny River was voted uh the Pennsylvania River of the Year. That's an amazing river, too. It starts up in like upstate New York and it goes all the way to Pittsburgh. And then that's where it goes into the Ohio River. Is and, that
3: where Clarion, like, is that the? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. And
2: then the Clarion River comes into the Allegheny River right by Foxburg. That's another there. great place, Foxburg. You know, I, all those places I like to go to, and uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I can't always get there. You know, I, I like going up there. I like, you know, fishing on the Allegheny River. I like riding my motorcycle around there. I like going up the Cougar Bobs on 666. You know, that's a good place. Yeah. And, you know, but I, I never have a, you know, I got to make time to uh, get out there and uh, and do that. Hey, Hogs is checking in. How are you, Hogs? What's going on, man? Hogs is uh, Hogs always on the case, man. Is. Hogs is there. Yeah, we're getting close to the end of the race here. And uh, Tyler Reddick is my new. <laughs> <laughs> what position is Mr. Reddick in? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I, it's a good thing we had somebody come along to take Dick Trickle's place. That's
3: right. You need a guy like Reddick to fill in for Dick Trickle.
2: You know, Dick Trickle wasn't really that good of a racer, you know, but you know what made him famous was on Sports Center you know, on sports center when, when they first started, you know, and, um, uh, boomer, uh, Brennan, Chris Brennan, right. Okay. Is that his name or, uh, you know, boomer. And so every week they would have a, uh, they would just mention how Dick Trickle did in the race. You know, it didn't like matter. The name. Yeah, right, right, right. It didn't matter. Dale Earnhardt <laughs> set a record or whatever, but it'd always be. And the NASCAR, Dick Trickle finished 16th today. You know,
3: <laughs> it was more like 40 <laughs> yeah, seconds. But... Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: But everybody, they uh, the more they talked about him, then uh, then that's how he. You know, it just caught on from them on on sports. You got to
3: have a good name to be in NASCAR. You have yeah to.
2: yeah. But uh, you know what got me into NASCAR Was really Dale Earnhardt You know, I'm on the south side I never knew anything about NASCAR Every once in a while You'd see Richard Petty on Wide World of Sports You know, they'd right. cut to the You know, because Wide World of Sports They would just go They'd show you the, the guy ski jumping And then the next thing you know They would go to a weightlifting competition somewhere And then they'd go to like a NASCAR race And Richard Petty would be riding around In that uh, Superbird or whatever he had With the spoiler the and everything yeah, 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 yeah And then you'd watch that and um so then you would you would keep going and then all of a sudden I, you know, I, I started seeing in the newspaper about this guy, Dale Earnhardt, or he got in a fist fight, or this guy was mad at Dale Earnhardt because he pulled this move or, you know, and, and then I started saying, oh, well, you know, this guy's pretty interesting. You know, I, I'm, you know, and so then I, weekly, I just started reading the newspaper to begin with. And it, like, you know, Oh man, you know, old iron head got into a rusty Wallace, the Talladega or something, yeah. you know, and then you'd read the whole story. And then it was like, Hey, this is pretty cool. And then from there, I, I got into, uh, racing that way you know
3: it's not the same if you don't have like a driver to follow
2: yeah right you, you definitely have to have a driver okay let's see here. are they going to go there into overtime go. they they got a few laps left to go here but uh yeah hey, i gotta say hi to barb cerny miss barb sunday you know barb and uh barb and marianne and lenny they're like our, our regulars they come out to the nascar party and i'll tell you what we should have probably just had a party you know we should have probably just had a party. But I'm then, then I would have probably called off work today. And, you know, something
3: <laughs> would have happened. It has nothing to do with the drinking. It yeah, was just a, yeah, no, a luke no, no, no.
1: illness. But
2: yeah, you know what? I really hated to make that call. And I, I I the first thing I said, I said, Hey, listen, guys, this has nothing to do with the fact that I was at a Super Bowl party late last night and that I want a block pool, but I am not feeling good.
3: I, I'd love to see the statistics on the uh on the day after a Super Bowl, how many call-offs happen. Oh, yeah. I I have been, you have I,
2: I have been a proponent, and there are other people out there that uh the day after the Super Bowl should be a national should holiday. Totally. Even if they move President's Day to the day after the uh, Daytona 500. And then this way everybody gets off, yeah. you know, you don't have to worry about it. it. You know, or the day the Super Bowl, I mean the day after the Super Bowl, everybody should just get that day off. Recovery day president's day whatever you want to call it so okay here we go Oh, caution yeah okay oh we're gonna have a shootout we're gonna have a drag race here okay
3: yep the number two car hit the wall
2: yep yep all right we're almost done I'll tell you one time, I remember we did a uh, NASCAR party, a Daytona 500 party at the ice house, and something happened where the track fell apart, and they had to repave the track, okay? (laughs) And they're repaving the track, and I was at the ice house. Now, this one, I could have legitimately called off work. You know, this one was legit because we were there from 11 o'clock until almost 11 o'clock at night, or maybe later, I was at the ice house for 12 hours and people were handing me big dicks left and right,
1: <laughs> big
2: dicks, little dicks, you know, and in case if you're just joining us, that's the nickname for the long Island ice teas on NASCAR Sunday. just so you know, I don't uh, want anybody just tune in Holger, and just, this is, yeah, this yeah. is in homage. Yeah, to right, Trickle. right, right, right. Just so that's understood. Yeah. Somebody tunes in at this point in time and then, Hey, we didn't even uh, do a little toast here. we're like you're almost done (laughs) (laughs) and as always we we toast the show with our uh our our glasses here from the uh white house navy mess and we salute all our veterans and these glasses were given to us by one of the top chefs at the white house our buddy um james monosky and uh we we salute him and all our military what do we got today what kind of fine beverage we sampling? this is uh sazrak Oh, okay. What is that? Show me. It is a bourbon. It uh-huh. is a rye whiskey. Rye whiskey. Okay. And
3: it's uh, it's my second favorite rye whiskey. Oh, okay. Next week, we're going to have a redemption rye whiskey in there. High rye. Uh-huh.
2: That's my favorite. High rye. I like High the sound rye. of it. I yep. like the sound of it. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Smack talking. No, okay. Now, Joe, Joe, we're jumping in. Come on, Joe. He's uh. thinking Big Dick was the nickname for a Browns fan. I tell you what, you go go down and see my buddy Joe down at the uh, uh, the uh, Menikor in Youngstown. Wednesday night they have their wing night. Uh, too many Steelers fans down there for me, though. You know, I, I go down there one day. You know, hey, you know, hey, just to hang out and hey, see what's going on and spread some love, spread some cheer. And I mean, some of these Steelers fans down there, I just want to go in there, have a drink, say hi. Oh, hey, Fast Freddy, we love you. We listen to you on the radio all day. Thank you for coming to our place, gracing us with your presence. I'm sure this is a big event for us. Now, all they did was want to buzz balls about the Steelers all night, you know.
3: Well, at least that's, all the, the, that's the kind fans,
2: of, that's the kind of love I got down there from at those least guys they're
3: collected in one space. So we know what you're
2: <laughs> doing, right? Well, there, there was a mixture fortunately, right. but you know, yeah, I think it was like a two hour argument about, uh, <laughs> you know, and I, I don't know how it got to the point where anything that was brought up just seemed to disintegrate to, to Browns and Steelers. Oh no. I, I, okay. But you know, and, and Joe's a, uh, uh, Joe is a, uh, also a Notre Dame fan. So then we got in that is big, you know, okay. Karen says she goes there on Wednesdays. Well, Karen, if somebody nice like you is going to be there, maybe I'll stop by this Wednesday. You know, it all, it all depends, you know, but, uh,
3: do you see the rumors that, uh, the Browns is are rumored to go after Trubisky.
2: Oh, he, I think he already signed with the Ravens. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, I no think he signed friend. for the Ravens already. Man, I was yeah. terrified that was going <laughs> to yeah, be a please, thing. Please, no, no, okay. It looks like uh, William Bryan Another. won the Daytona Five Hundred in the Twenty Four car. Remember, okay. the Twenty Four car used to be Jeff Gordon, yeah. man. To me, the Twenty Four car is always Jeff Gordon.
1: Nope. All right,
2: Brian Bowman Bell. Let's
3: see where our buddy uh, Joy Ryan Blaney finished.
2: All right. I'm kind of down there. I wonder what happened. 30th. Wow. Okay. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Mm. Jimmy Johnson did better than him. Jimmy Johnson's only racing like, uh, you know what? This shows you how fast time is flying by. You know, because I remember when Jimmy Johnson was like the young guy. You know, him and Jeff Gordon were the young guys battling it out. Now I see this was his 21st Daytona 500. and he's been retired. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's a seven time champion. and He's only racing nine races this year. And I'm looking at him going, How could Jimmy Johnson be a Hall of Famer? You the know? Young Gun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. What happened to the Young Guns? You know? <laughs> it's like, Well, Jimmy Johnson. So now I got to go with Tyler Reddick. You yes. know, we'll, we'll stick with the. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll stick with the uh uh hoax is uh giving a thumbs up to old smoky salted caramel
3: what do we got we got apple right
2: yeah 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 and i i don't know about the old smoky i've never had the old smoky but i still have a little bit of uh of salted caramel crown that's my favorite i i really like that and, and the vanilla i like the vanilla and i like that um now they have a new one coming out, Blackberry Crown. This is the new, oh we got the new crown. You know, now there are some people out there who say, Why are they screwing around with crown? Leave it alone. I was I was like that with Jack Daniels though. When they come out with the honey jack and right. the fire jack, it was kind of like, I don't want that. I want Jack, you know. So uh, anyways, Hoke said you won't regret it. The old smoky salted caramel. I'll put it on the list. Maybe we'll get some uh sample it uh next week. Yeah. So well,
3: Friday, I went to the the Piggyback Foundation had a bourbon sampler. Oh yeah, and they had some exotic bourbons. One was White House Blueberry Bourbon, like, and I kind of like turned up my nose a little yeah, bit to the yeah. flavor, but it wasn't half bad. Uh-huh. Like it wasn't cough medicine Yeah, yeah, subtlety. Yeah. yeah, but I don't like people messing with bourbon.
2: Well, they say this new crown, this blackberry crown, you mix it with lemonade. That's the that's the big taste treat there. Mix it with lemonade. So we'll see what happens. But I like my uh salted crown and then maybe you throw a little shot of Bailey's in there or something. And we, uh, we
3: haven't done like a mixing day down yeah, here, we yeah.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, let me uh have another sip of this here. What is this called again? Sazerac. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, my buddy Paul Maverick is checking in. My buddy Greek. What's up, Greek? How you doing? Friends since like first grade, really? At Bennett School.
3: Nice.
2: I'll tell you what, if me and him could sit down. We might not see anybody each other for a year, and we sit down and we just pick up where we Isn't left off. You know, it's just like it, it's like nothing. You know. Yep. I always like seeing old friends. You know, some people like I don't like I don't care about my high school. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. I I think it's nice when I run into somebody that, you know, that I went to grade school with or whatever, and we still sit there and chat or even on Facebook, you know, there's just that kind of a bond, I guess, you know, where you sit there and go, "Uh, okay, Hey, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And I I did
3: fire up the phone line. So if you want to announce the The phone lines, uh,
2: 595 1600. I don't know if I want to throw that out there or not, but since you mentioned it, it's it's on there. We don't, and,
3: we don't fire it up all the time, Yeah, so take yeah, advantage right, right, of because it right. it's
2: limited time. <laughs> okay. You know, that's not something that I necessarily encourage, but, <laughs> you know, if, if, if you're saying that. I, I haven't drank enough yet to uh, really uh, get this going here, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so what else is going on? Well, I went to the Michael Stanley uh, tribute on Saturday night. You know, Michael Stanley, of course, is one of our must-mentions. If you got the sounder, we'll get
1: (laughs) There we go. Okay. Can't hear it here, but it's right.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, It it was a really good time. It it, it was a really good time. And uh, Gary Markaski and Michael Gizmondi, both from Youngstown, who were members of the Michael Stanley Band, right in the heartland days of like 83, 84. And it, it was a good time. You know what though kind of got me? And I hate to say this because this has been just bugging me lately. The Michael Stanley band is celebrating its 50th anniversary. And I'm like, how could this be? How could this be? You know, and I think a lot of us that were there, we we're got like a lot of us that were there were just like, how could this in 50 years? You know? You know what I found out though. And, and and maybe because I am one, it seems like the older people today aren't old like our grandparents were. You know, I look back at my grandparents; they were younger than me, and they looked like, you know, grandfather's wearing his pleated <laughs> pants up to his belly button, yeah, with a tight belt and little fedora hat. <laughs> and my grandmother had cat eye glasses and you know gray hair and a you know a flowered day dress and a house coat on and yeah. you know with a pocketbook and you know it's like we, we don't come across like that you know i mean if you would look at your grandparents when they were 60 years old if especially if you're say 50 60 if you look back at your grandparents when they were 60 years old you would look at them and go what You know, so I, I think we're a little bit, a little bit different. Maybe it's rock and roll that keeps us that way. I think it's, you know, because when you look at some of these pictures out there too, like you look at, um, like Sammy Hagar and Bill Clinton are the same age. You look at Sammy Hagar and you look at Bill Clinton and you go, okay, you know. The rock and roll is keeping this guy going. Right. You know, who else did I see? It was some, uh, it was like somebody and, and Mitch McConnell, maybe like Mick Jagger and Mitch McConnell. And you're looking and go, okay, why is he like this? And this guy looks like that. And I think it's because the politics wears him down, but the rock and roll keeps you going. They
3: age like it 10 years of a it, year. Yeah.
2: It keeps you going where yeah. rock and roll keeps you young, where I think if you get involved in politics, it ages you faster. But that's just my, uh, my, uh, but the, the Michael Stanley show was great. The band is called in the heartland. And I'll tell you what, you, you know, being away since Michael's been gone for a couple of years now, and then hearing these songs live again, you realize what a great songwriter he was. You listen to some of them words to some of those songs, like, um, even in the heartland and, and some of those songs and I'm listening to these songs and I'm thinking, I'm listening to these songs and I'm thinking, Wow. If some country band out there would record some of these songs, these would be hits. I don't know why like some of these country bands aren't going back and, you know, you know, trouble in the heartland, you know, the, the, the people are under strain and all this stuff. Or, And I'm just sitting here and I'm going, man, you listen to the words of those songs. And it's like this guy was really a good songwriter. Of course, thank God for the man who put the white lines on the highway. You know, let's get the show on the road, Rosewood Bitters. I mean, he would, and he's he got a ton of albums out there. If I was a country band, I would go out there and I would start finding some Michael Stanley songs and putting a little bit of banjo on it and maybe a little fiddle and, and turn them into country songs. And I think you would have a lot of hits, especially that in the heartland, the way that, the, you know, or, or or take the time take the time. That, that was one of them. I I even told the guy next to me, I go, I go, listen to this song. I said, you know, what if like somebody like Florida Georgia line or somebody would record this song, they would have a huge hit as popular as country is right now. You know, you're just listening to the words and you're going, man. And the guy gave me a high five. So Anyways, we had a lot of good party pictures. We had a great time. The music was excellent. And, uh, you know, it it just brings back such great memories, you know. I mean, I've been a a fan of Michael Stanley's from day one, from the very first day practically and to, to to the very end. And I've seen him in every configuration, in every different venue that you could imagine. And you know, and I, I think around here, the the Michael Stanley band for a lot of people, that was the first real concert that a lot of people went to see. Whether it was at Youngstown State, whether it was at um, Struthers Field House, you know, some of the different places that he played. And I, I think that was really uh, the, yeah. the the first concert that a lot of people went to. Hey, we got Hogs on the phone. You still there, Hogs? Hello, Hogs. I'm there, Freddy. Hey, what's going, what's going on, on, man? Hello? What's happening? Tell me about this uh, caramel old smoky.
0: Hey, twenty one dollars and thirty four cents, Fred. Okay. It is magic. Okay. Now, now you can go buy some crown for twenty six sixty eight. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm gonna tattoo all the prices on me. Okay. The liquor I drink, and you're you're just as good at at, at twenty one thirty four. Yeah, 2668. Yeah. yeah. It's a math game, Fred. It's a
2: math game. You know, I hate to sound like an old fart or something, but I've been going to the grocery store lately and the prices are just amazing to me. You know, you spend $60 at the grocery store these days (laughs) and and you get a little bag of shit. It's like, man alive. I know, Freddie, you know what?
0: Remember what I said. The next tattoo I get is going to be twenty-one thirty-four on the Old Smoky Salted carnival. Now, three months ago, it was on sale for $19.20. And uh, I'm going to tattoo that on me, too. 19 20 Yeah. For three months, it was on sale. It's every bit as good as any clown you're going to get. Okay. Now, now I understand this. If I'm sipping clown... Yeah. It's going to take you to a higher level, right? Because crown's crown, yeah. So, so, so I could appreciate that. But when the day's done, if I want to go ahead and fucking manage my life, yeah. and do some other things, I'm spending twenty one thirty four slash nineteen twenty. Yeah, I'm tattooing all this shit on me.
2: You know, that's almost that's almost a six pack that you could get to go along with it. Absolutely. You know, I, yesterday I was at, uh, I was at the store and I like to drink that body armor to stay hydrated. They had the little bottles of body armor were three for $6. I bought, I bought three, I bought nine of them. and I'm going $18 (laughs) for nine, nine little bottles of, you know, and, and how about, you know what? And it's just stupid stuff. Pop. I bought a 12 pack of pop. It was like $10. You know, it's like $10 for a 12-pack of pop. Come on. Get with it. Freddie, hey, Freddie, there's two W's in life. Two W's. Water and whiskey. All right? Yeah. Water and whiskey. Yeah. Stay with the water. Stay with the whiskey. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. If that's what you say, and I'm going to have to stop by and uh, <laughs> and, you know what? and try out hey, the old smoky.
0: Freddie, you know what? You, you know what? I've never had you over the house. You're that close, but I never had you over the house.
2: Okay, well, because I'm always in, on these goofy hours and stuff. Uh,
0: it's an excuse, Fred.
2: No, it ain't an. Okay, I, I I will stop by, Hogs. I will stop by. I know I always say it, but I will.
0: <laughs> At some point in uh, time, just like when you asked me to go ride the motorcycles.
2: Yeah, I'm asking you to come drink some whiskey. All right, okay. If, if we got the salted crown, or if we got the salted old Smoky, I, I got to come down just for that. And I'll go ride my bike with you. All right. That's a plan. All right, Hogs, I I will stop by and see you. I promise you. Well, Joey, I love him. Okay. He's right here. He heard you. Hogs loves you, baby. Who loves you? Hogs loves you. That's who. All right, Hogs, I'll see you soon, man. All right. right, Okay. 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 Bye. All right, let's see here. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announcements. This is all. I think they do this just to piss people off. I think they throw these people out oh, there no. just to piss off the rock and roll people. So this year, the inductees, the nominees are Mary J. Blige, real, real rock and roll, Mariah Carey, <laughs> share i could kind of get share a little bit you know but even that's a stretch dave matthews band okay lisa okay, rock and roll that. and you know he's out there and he's a jam band and he's got his place and he's got his own unique sound eric b and Rakim, they're like a hip-hop duo i mean come on foreigner yeah, i could see okay. foreigner getting in there peter frampton well you know Big, biggest live album of all times are close to it so he does have his place and he was in humble pie and a lot of other stuff jane's addiction i could yeah, see jane's I addiction you know uh, you know they were on the four. you know especially perry farrell kind of got lelapalooza started and stuff so i could see their impact and what they do and i and jane says i think is a great song wow. mountain song those are a lot of good songs cool in the gang now cool in the gang, I could see here's how i I, I see some of these bands, okay because they're like a funk disco thing, and I think you know you have to have those if they started at a time in the fifties or sixties when rock and roll was everything when Ray Charles was rock and roll and whoever else was rock and roll. If that soul kind of sound was in the rock and roll umbrella, then I could see it, you know? And I think, you know, Cool and the Gang, they're kind of that funky and dancey. Plus the guys are from Youngstown, so that'd be nice to have them in there just because. Lenny Kravitz, has he really been around long enough? Has he really made a big splash? Other than a few songs, American Woman and he can play that guitar there. Yeah, like, yeah I but I mean, but like, is there anybody out there going, man, I saw Lenny Kravitz in concert and that guy made me want to pick up a guitar and I mean, okay. Yeah. Other than, uh, are you, what, what is the other one? Are you going to go my way? Right? Yes. Okay. So he's got two songs out there. Poppy
3: songs. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Then Oasis, oh. uh, you know, they're, 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 they're that, uh, you know, alternative sound. You know, you know what turned me off against Oasis? Well, first of all, they're always fighting with each other and stuff. They, you know, they're not. It seems to me like they're not really serious about the music because they can't get their shit together. But the thing that turned me off about them at the beginning was how everybody was comparing them to the Beatles. And everybody had them crown the next Beatles when they put out their first album, these guys are it. They're the best Beatles. This is it, man. You know, and, 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 and that hype just snowballed, which sometimes that hype like that is bad for you. So, so to me, it just got like, okay, these guys aren't the next Beatles. I'm not even interested in them now. Forget it. But I'll tell you what, I went to see them in concert one time and it was kick-ass. I got to say, you know, Wonderwall
1: and, uh, but,
3: yeah. baby.
1: Yeah. Are you going to be the one <laughs> to save me? The champagne supernova Nova in the sky. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, but it, they were really good, like surprisingly good. I, 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 you know, that was one of those, I'm going, you know, and, and however it is, that's the way it's going to be, you know. See, I'm not one of these people that go to a concert. I have never really had a bad time at a concert. I go there in the mindset that I'm going there to have fun. That's all I'm going there for. I'm not sitting here to be a music critic and listen to every note that this guy plays or whatever, especially if you're up in the nosebleed section or something. You're kind of disconnected from the guy as it is. Yeah, well, you and
3: I... you and I have an appreciation for music in general, right, so it could right. be country or yeah, rock. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. It
2: could be, you know, I used to love to go to the symphony when I was in grade school, just to get out of class was enough to begin with. And then I was interested in the music, yep. you know, and it was like, oh, I really enjoyed that, you know, and all that stuff, you know. And it, it, I don't know, but yeah, I don't go there. I, the reason I'm going there is to have a good time. I'm going there to hear a few tunes from a live band and have a couple of drinks. That's what I'm going there for. And anything I get after that is a benefit, you know? And and I very rarely just walk out of a place and go, that just sucked. You know, I always look at the bright, you know, Hey, you know what? Boy, that one song they did, that was really good. Or man, that guy was really good on the guitar at that one. You know, I don't go there. Hoping to have a bad time so I could bitch about it, you know, because I'm, you know, I mean, I love music. I'm in the listening to it, but if, if I'm just going to a concert, I'm not there to be Joe Rock critic, you know. Especially when I don't sing and I don't play an instrument, so you know. But that's that's one of my pet peeves. uh Sinead O'Connor, come on, they just throw these people up there Ooh. to me, and you know she's going to get in, you know, because just because of her past and everything, you know, Sinead O'Connor is going to get in. Ozzy, Ozzy's a solo performer. Sure. He should be in. He should yeah. be in. Just mention Ozzy. And then, uh, uh, Day, Sh- smooth operator. Oh, no kidding. She's up. But once again, what, one hit wonder. Yeah, what, like- what, what, What is she? You know, I mean, she's talented and everything and she got that jazzy sound, but rock and roll hall of fame. I don't know. And then a, a tribe called quest. Okay. I mean, when Warren Zevon is not in the rock and roll hall of fame. How could you not even mention, not even nominated, not even mentioned? And you know,
1: how
2: how could that be?
3: But I think you're right that they they put some iffy ones on there to get people talking about it and then more people pay attention.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, here it is. Okay, okay. Um, an artist, musical impact and influence on other artists length and depth of career and body of work as well as innovation and superiority and style and technique are taken into consideration so why don't they just you know what why don't they just call it then the hall of fame of popular music and innovation and creativity instead of calling it the rock and roll hall of fame honestly i think they uh they painted uh they painted themselves into a corner calling it the rock and roll hall of fame because it's not a rock and roll hall of fame. And obviously, you know, I mean, do you just put everybody in there because they were a rock star, you know, is Eddie money like worthy of the rock and roll hall of fame? I mean, he had a long career and stuff, but I mean, you know, I like Eddie money, but is he something above and beyond a step above and a step beyond, you know, I could see why they don't want to put everybody in there because just because you were a rocker, doesn't necessarily mean you're a hall of famer, like a baseball player. Look okay. at how they scrutinize the, how you get into the baseball hall of fame. Those guys are like nuts when it comes to that, you know, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, uh, I don't know. You know, they should just call it the, 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 you know, the, the, the hall of fame of popular music or whatever. And, you know, and it goes on here. What does it say? Okay, we intentionally foster a diverse and equitable nonprofit museum that encourages and embraces creativity and innovation. So call it the Hall of Fame of equality, creativity, and innovation and get it over with. You know, why don't we just call it that?
3: This says um, the eligibility for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Artists become eligible for induction 25 years after the release of their first record Criteria includes the influence and significance of the artist's contributions to the development and perpetuation of rock and
2: roll. Right. So Mariah Carey, come on. Mary yeah. Jane, Mary J. Blige, come on. You know, tribe called quest. I don't know. <laughs> All right. My buddy Joe Weir down at the Menocore says he needs tickets to see Wheeler Walker. Are you familiar with Wheeler no. Walker Jr.? <laughs> Tell me about it. He is one of the dirtiest singers out there. His songs, I, I, you know, I don't even think we can mention the titles on here, but if you ever get interested and uh, you want to look up something, you look up uh, Wheeler Walker jr. And, and you know, the guy sounds like a traditional country artist. Yeah. There he is. He's flipping off the bird, you know, um, yeah, drop him out. That's a good one. F this job. F you bitch. Sit on that's, my face in yeah, uh yeah.
3: new record. Fuck you, bitch.
2: <laughs> you know that guy, he's uh he's something else. He's hmm. something else. So yeah, yeah, that's right. You know what? In my, my stay at the Menachor Club after hours, we were singing some Wheeler Walker Jr. songs. So I guess, you know, I, I guess I let the uh Browns and Steelers stuff cloud my overall uh stay.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Drop Fuck this job. oh yeah oh yeah <laughs>
2: okay we're gonna get thrown off the air because of oh, are wheeler walker one Oops. two jelly roll three, one. people love jelly roll they do i think jelly roll got a lot of young people interested in country music a lot of people are sick jelly roll <laughs> See, that's why I can't. I can't. You know, Joe's just a bad influence. Not, not you, Joe. Joe Weir. Uh-huh. You know. And that's supposedly the guy that's a big Notre Dame fan and was giving me the whole lecture on being Catholic and how you're obligated to root for Notre Dame, and uh-huh. you know. And then he wants Wheeler Walker Jr. You know, it, 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 make up your mind. That's
1: right. Make
2: up your mind. Don't be a hypocrite. <laughs> you know. So, anyways, we'll have to get him a Browns jersey to wear. And maybe that'll straighten him out a little bit. An Ohio State jersey. Conversion. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know. He's one of them guys. wearing like four different teams' gear and stuff. It, it don't make sense.
3: Depends who makes it to the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. is he is he in his Kansas City garb right
2: about now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you what though. He's pretty much he's pretty much a Steelers fan. All right. You know, yeah, he ain't right. He ain't right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, getting back to the Michael Stanley show, that was a lot of fun. But I'll tell you, Michael Stanley, I think is the uh, is the uh, you know he's just like his music speaks directly to the people of Youngstown, you know, his music speaks directly to the people of Youngstown. And if you were around at that time, when it first came out and everything, you, you really get it. And, you know, Danny Pecchio, one of his early bass players was from Youngstown and he went on to glass harp. And, uh, Michael's mom was from East Palestine. And Biden was down there the other day. I saw that. You know what? I was happy, and I think everybody was happy that he didn't mix up the people from East Palestine and call them Palestinians. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, I was a little worried he was going to go off. You know, well, you, no see, you see the damage and destruction, and you're thinking Palestine, Palestine. You're thinking attacking. And, you know, so fortunately, he pulled that off. Okay. Send the residents down to Egypt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah so fortunately he was able to to keep it together job, so i was Kevin. I was happy about
3: that uh, uh, Joe Weir says he just he's a swifty yeah after yeah that
2: game you know what somebody a, a buddy of mine Dave Lenahan, old college roommate and stuff, and he's like in the music business down in uh in uh, Nashville now. I gotta go see that guy. I haven't seen him in ages. I same like Greek man Paul. I gotta get out and see these people. I would like to retire and just go see some of my old friends, you know and um. So anyways, I guess there's a, Frank Zappa actually coined the term Swifty in a song years and years and years ago. He had this one song, it was on some album and it was like a 20 minute song. It was a whole side of an album and he's talking about Swifties in there. <laughs> you know what, let me see if I could find that and, and see what his definition of a Swifty was, it, it was Is a it pretty a song. Like, a, can I find it on YouTube? Oh, you probably, I, I don't know if you can, it might be one of those tough ones to find. Yeah.
3: Cause if I type in Swifty, it's going to be all. You know, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, they did it? Frank Zappa, but the the, the song isn't called Swifty. Okay. Frank Zappa was the first, first cre- created the word Swifties as a thing back in 1978. And the song was called, uh, let's see here. It took up side two. Oh, it's called Gregory Peckery. It's a 20-minute song, and it's on the album Studio Tan. And it says here: here are the clips. Okay, Gregory was a wild swine who worked as a trend. Listen to this. Okay, this is him talking in 1978. Okay, and the song was called Gregory Peckery. Gregory was a wild swine who worked as a trend creator, inventing the new trends for us to go crazy to, Like flower power and air hockey, his newest invention is the calendar. Always the girls in the steno pool are all googly-eyed over Gregory. These girls are called Swifties. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, you know, so people that were in the pop culture, Frank Zappa was calling them Swifties back in uh, 1978. Yeah. The adventures of Gregory Peckery. Yeah. Where he says Swifties at, it could be just a 20 minute song. So
3: not going to listen to a 20 minute. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, if you're a Frank Zappa fan, look that up. But Frank Zappa was actually the guy that uh, came up with the term Swifties back in 1978. Not that, you know what? I don't really have a problem with Taylor Swift. Me neither. You know, I don't care. You know, what about back in the day when Joe DiMaggio married Marilyn Monroe? That was probably even bigger than this guy seeing Taylor Swift. That's or it. right on there. Yep. You know, if you're an athlete, what the heck? Who, who? You know, they're all married to, you know, hot chicks, you know? Most of them are, you know? Well, look at uh, Tim Couch. He's married to that... um Oh, the one lady it was the Playboy model from Youngstown. Um, oh, seriously. Yeah, the one from Lowellville. Yeah. Um, oh, what the heck's her name? I can't think of it right now. Um I can't think of it either. I gotta look this up. Yeah. I'll tell you, we've had a share of uh, Playboy people, you know, speaking of which I gotta get Lisa Neal on too. I haven't had her on for a while. Yeah, Tim Couch. Tim Couch's wife. white Walcott. Yeah. Jennifer, Jennifer Walcott, Walcott. Yep. Jennifer Walcott. Yeah. Yeah. She was really a nice person too, man. She was really sweet. Hot. Yeah. Smoking so hot, hot and sweet, smoking hot and yeah. sweet. You know, I ran into her sisters someplace and they said, remember when you had her on and we were doing this and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, so that was uh, yeah. So yeah, that's what these guys do, you know? And the NFL, they couldn't have got any luckier than having Taylor Swift on there. The jerseys for Kansas City Chiefs went through the roof. You had people watching football that would never, ever turn on the TV. So, yeah. Can, can
3: I ask your opinion on something?
2: Okay. No. I'm not giving out my opinion, no opinion, uh, no opinion. Okay.
3: Sports illustrated swimsuit edition canceled. How do you feel? about Oh,
2: this? you know what? That is just terrible. We got to get over that. We got to get over that. You know what? I mean, it's almost like they're pushing Islamic law on us. When you think about it, you know, if, if a woman wants to do that and if a woman feels confident and feels good and looks good in a bikini and likes to show off her body, who cares? who cares? You know, uh, you know, what, what's it to anybody? Nobody's holding them at gunpoint. Nobody's doing that. You don't have to buy it. You simply just say, oh, I'm not buying that. That's disgusting. If you think that way, but you know, that, that's my problem is people just telling us what we can and cannot do. I have a basic problem with that to begin with. I have it under control though, but I, I I have a, a, a basic problem with that. And I always have, you know, don't tell me what we can look at. Don't tell me that this is right. Don't tell me what that's wrong. I'll make up my own mind, you know. And I, I really don't care too much about what you think, you know. Honestly. And if you tell yeah. me I can, I want to do it twice <laughs> yes, as much. Yes, yes. You know. Nah. You know what? That that's just. I, I don't get it. You know, if you're a woman, and you don't want to put on a bikini. Don't put it on. Don't put it on. It's that simple.
3: So where do you go if you just want to look at a magazine of hot chicks now? Like, is there yeah. any
2: left? Internet. You just got to go it. on the internet. Uh, you know. You know, yeah. is is Maxim magazine still out there? Maybe. Is, is Penhouse still out there? Well, how about when Playboy went to like, oh, we're not going to have any nude pictures. How long did that last? You know. <laughs> <laughs> that lasted about an issue. Yeah. you know, <laughs> you know? Well, We just want. Buh, buh, buh. Well, you know what you know it, it is to the point now who even cares you want to look at that many you want to look at naked people go on their thing and
3: all free of charge all,
2: yeah, even <laughs> free of charge you don't even have to go to the you know go to the drugstore or something and and buy like three or four other things and so you have your dirty magazine shuffled in there and a pack of condoms shuffled in there with a uh you know uh what whatever you know yeah you don't
3: have to Subscribe to twelve issues of baseball and sports to get the Playboy. <laughs> right,
1: right, right,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'll, I'll buy this and this and this. You know, yep, yeah. You do You don't even have to do that anymore. Now, who was your first Playboy model that you can remember as a kid? Oh, I can't even remember. I couldn't tell you a name. I couldn't tell you a name.
3: What, what was that one, uh, Anna something?
2: Anna like, Nicole Smith. Yes, oh, that was yeah, the first yeah. one I remember. She went off the deep end. Remember yes, that? she And then she did. married that old guy. And uh, didn't she end up committing suicide or yeah. drug overdose or whatever? Yeah, she got in big trouble. You know what? Now, w- when you look at some of the Playboy people that have committed suicide and have come to, uh, you know, at the end there, when these people started spilling their guts after Hef died, you know, there was a lot of goofy stuff going on who there who would have thought yeah, in yeah a mansion full of playboy bunnies that- <laughs> yeah yeah and this guy's eating viagra like it's <laughs> like it's a, you know uh m&ms or barbie benton that was another one barbie benton was an early uh playboy playmate that met an uh early untimely demise you know but yeah i mean there was a lot of a lot of craziness going on there yeah. you know but you know what like i say you know all this stuff. It, it, it's killed what t-shirt contest. It's killed bikini contest, you know, Miss America.
1: You know what? it, it
2: It's not your business. If you want to go to a biker rally and they want to have a bikini contest, it's none of your business. Right. Then you drive right by you drive. You just drive by, you don't look, you know, that's why I'm surprised knock on wood that like in Daytona for bike week, <laughs> but who's going to go protest down there? You know, are you going to go to Dirty Harry's during bike week and protest the wet t-shirt contest? Are you going to go to every one of those bars down there that have these scantily clad women that are wearing a thong and fishnet stockings and a duct tape of an X over their nipples? Are you going to go down there and start protesting and telling these guys they can't go in there and stuff? and that this is degrading.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know? Speaking of which, I can need your opinion, times two.
2: Okay. Twin Peaks, the restaurant in Boardman. <laughs> Have you gone there? Not yet. Not yet. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. What did they say? The home of the world's best racks or yes! something? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. We needed that. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's when this town went downhill is when Hooters closed down in Niles. I think we just went right down the dumper right there. Yep. I, if, if I could pinpoint the exact... Point. Some people say the steel mills sure. closed down, and some people will say Lordstown closing down, and some people say the loss of the manufacturing base in America in general due to foreign competition. I say we started going downhill when Hooters shut down.
3: Yep, Hooters, and then Babylon, and we haven't <laughs> yes, been back. Since. Right,
2: we haven't been back since. <laughs> <laughs> although i've been uh i've been seeing skippers out in lordstown has been appearing is it on doing my well? uh yeah it's still around oh that's you know what and, and and for some crazy reason they pop up on my facebook page don't ask me why the algorithm is <laughs> yes, so confused yes yes they do they do how does that happen i
3: have no idea and i
2: you know when i think palace in the pines is still open too you know i look at this stuff and i'm thinking wow i have not been to skippers and in, in ages, and then they Never used to have been there. They used I, to, I heard horror stories. That they, thought... used, they used to have swingers in downtown Warren too. Really? That was another one. Oh okay. uh, yeah. Swingers in downtown Warren. As a matter of, You know what? Let me just check and see what's going on. So over if any over listeners Skipper.
3: out there, either twin peaks or skippers want to do a remote broadcast, <laughs> we are open for that kind of stuff just to make sure you guys are doing all right.
2: Yeah. And, and palace in the pines, that's still open. That palace place has in the been pines. around. That's been, they, they have me down as following Skipper's Gentleman's Club. They say I'm following them on Facebook. How could that be? Totally. You're totally I, I think following. I've been hacked. Yeah, I think sure. I've been hacked. I think I've been hacked. Let's see here. Uh, come and see the beautiful girls and our beautiful bartender, Liz. Liz will be pouring all your favorite drinks, and all our girls will be here for your entertainment, plus to help you keep warm on a summer night. Dancers tonight, Octavia, May, Rainbow, and T. Nice.
1: Oh, now, they have pictures a, of them all.
2: Is that like a bikini bar? Is that full
1: nudity? Uh, well? Like, they're not
2: gonna show probably on there. Uh let's see. On the weekend they had May, T, Rainbow, Kitten, and Octavia.
1: Oh, yeah. You know I love they, those stripper names. They're my favorite.
2: There's Kitten, May, T. Oh, there's one hanging upside down from a pole, but uh, it looks like they got bikinis on, you know they got the high leather boots and they're swinging on a pole and you know, is this,
3: is this Facebook by the way?
2: Yeah. Your ads are going to be
3: great for the next week or so.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe there's kitten. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) we're going to go out there and protest and shut it down. Yeah. I'm so offended. I can't even look at it, Yep. you know, but yeah, you know, come on sports Illustrated swimsuit edition then why do you sell swimsuits then you know what then shut down the beach just shut down the beach let's get a dress code you know let's bring sharia shia law or whatever they call it let's just bring that to the daytona beach and and just make everybody cover up because you can't walk down the beach and look at that you know let's shut down the beach shut down beaches everywhere let's just close it down you know Fred's pissed. You know know what, though? It's just the idea. It's just the idea. That's all. It's just the idea. What else is going on? Here's one for you. I think you'll like this. Okay. 146 years ago today. Think about this. You want to blow your mind? 146 years ago today, Thomas Edison invented the phonograph. Yes. Can you believe it? And it's still around. It is still around to this day. Think of everything that has come and gone, and the phonograph is still around. I say the same thing about radio. Radio has been around for almost 100 years. Think about that. You know, everything that has come and gone, whether it's newspapers, I mean, it's not like it was in the glory days, but it's still there.
3: Trivia question. What was the first recording on a phonograph? What do you think it was? Oh, I know
2: what that is. Go Mary ahead. Had a Little Lamb. You know it. Ding, ding, ding. I, yep. I, that's one I should know. Yeah. You know, that's one. I would be embarrassed if I didn't know that one. Well, you nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Mary Had a Little But think about that. The record player has been around for 146 years. And it's still pretty much the base the same basic thing, a needle and a vibrating coil, and uh you know goes through the sound waves on the but to figure that shit out. That is amazing, oh, yeah, yeah. back in the day, think about that. But here it is, it's still it's still going today one hundred and forty six years later. I mean, i I find that amazing. And like I say, even with radio, I mean, you look at that and you go, wow, that's uh, you know, to be around a hundred years. You know, it's crazy when you think about it, when you see everything that has come and gone, you know, you know, at some point it'll probably be gone, but you know, I I think it's going to stay around as long as you have the personal touch, that's, what's going to, that's what separates radio from everything. And it always has, you know, live radio, you know, back in the day when it was, you know, these dramas and stuff were live and radio dramas and, you know, variety shows and everything they had on there, you know, and, and we, we still are there it's a live person in your city and you know maybe we don't play all the songs you you you, you like or whatever but modern day radio is for you to be a part of a club it's, it's, you're connected with your community. You want to know what happened at the Michael Stanley band. You want to hear somebody tell a joke about the Steelers. You want to hear somebody talk about Yammer Yager getting his Jersey retired and things like that, just to keep you company. And just because you're in this town and that's where, you know, you could have Spotify, you could have all these other things, but if you want a communal Listening experience, that's what radio still provides. That's one of the things that we bring that other people just can't bring and other mediums can't bring is we bring that, you know, it's it's like there's two types of listening. You know, there's the communal listening and then there's the personal listening. So, you know, the personal listening is if you go back to the day is when you would sit in your bedroom and smoke a joint and listen to album after album that you liked and get set your mood. Okay. So that's always been there. The, 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 personal listening has always been there, but when you want to hear you're heading down to the Michael Stanley show and you want to hear somebody say, Hey, you know, what's going on tonight? Everybody's having a good time or whatever. It makes you a part of a club, a part of a group. That's what sets it apart. You're not going to get that on Spotify. You're not going to get that. As long as we have that human touch, I think it'll go on for a while you know as long but unfortunately some some people don't do it that way anymore but that's that's the one thing that separates us from all these other things is that i'm there i'm a live person i'm driving down 680 on my way to work just like you are i was at the michael stanley show I'm remembering this or that. And you can connect to that. And, you know, and so that's what I think separates it. And that's one of the reasons why radio has been able to stick around, you know, and even with like talk radio or whatever, you're still interacting with people. It's still the personal interaction that you get. And the more local, the better off it is. So, you know, that's, that's one thing. That's why radio has been around for a hundred years. And, you know, it, it can continue to go on. But well, Like I say, nothing's like it is, but the fact with all the competition that's out there, you know, with the internet, with, the, uh, you know, the, 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 internet with Spotify, with, you know, and I, I'll tell you more and more people are starting to look at this, you know, you're, you're, you're looking at the, at the grocery store, And you're sitting there and you just paid 60 bucks for this tiny bag of groceries. You paid $18 for (laughs) nine little bottles of sports drink. And then you're sitting there and saying, do I really need XM for another 20 bucks a month? And on top of that, do I still need Spotify? And on top of that, do I need, you know, if you start looking at some of your subscriptions, you might look at that and go, should I really be spending a hundred bucks when I listen 20 minutes a day? 25 minutes a day, you know, on my ride to work and on my ride way back, you know, is it worth it for me to pay 30 bucks a month just for that? You know, I don't yeah, know.
3: And and radio was the best from the personality standpoint. You got right. to fill that role. Right. Like as a, as a high school kid, we would get out of school, ride around on my 81 Cutlass, listen to CD 106 smoking cigarettes, listen to fast Freddie crank phone call yeah. like for hours. Yeah. We'd listen yeah. to the songs to get back to
2: Freddie
3: to be jerking somebody on. on the chain. You yeah. Know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that was, uh, that was, uh, that, that, that's the thing about the that. When, you know, and when you listen, that that's why the record player has been around for 146 years and radio has been around for 90, you know, but, um, you know, I don't see it completely vanishing in my lifetime, right. you know? And now that's why, too, you know, I mean, we push all those other platforms, too. I mean, now you can listen to radio on your on your phone app. You listen to it on your smart speaker. You listen to it online. You can listen to radio on the TV now and everything, you know. So, I mean, I think that's another thing, too, that radio has kept up with the times that, you know, should they take radio, you know, terrestrial radio off the uh, dashboards of cars, you know, our app is still there. And actually, it makes sense. Okay, if everybody's going to start listening on apps and this and that, okay, well, that's where we're going to be there, you know? So we'll be wherever people are going to listen. You got to be there. And, you know, so that's the thing. And um, that's pretty good. On this date in 1980, we lost uh, Bon Scott from ACDC. Ah. Bon Scott was just, what an awesome front man. I mean, that guy was a true rock and roller. And uh, As a matter of fact, if you go to the uh, Y103 Facebook page, I posted a video on there of ACDC in concert in 1979 at uh, Cleveland Municipal Stadium, and uh, it was just awesome. This is like a legendary concert. Yeah. You know, now I gotta say all the old parts. I gotta qualify this because I was talking to some people today and they go, you know how old I was when that happened? No, I wasn't born, dude. You know, <laughs> I'm going, how could you not be born in 1979? You know? But uh so, anyways, Von Scott was just this kick at, he had so much charisma and so much personality. He was a true rock and roller and he died. He, he drank himself to death. you know, he overdrank and, and his official cause of death was death by mayhem. I think <laughs> it's something like that. <laughs> death by mayhem. Right there. Yeah, If you're, if you're going to go, you want to go by death by mayhem. But anyways, that concert, we, we all the old farts talk about this. It, it was uh, at Cleveland stadium And this was like a legendary concert. And you know, there's like 80,000 people there and it was a world series of rock. It was one of the last ones because they were, then they were starting to get out of hand, but it was like 80,000 people, Cleveland Muni stadium. And it was the Scorpions first time playing in America. So could you imagine that? The Here you are. You're this rock band in Germany. You finally make it in America. And they say, okay, we got a gig for you. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're in Cleveland Municipal Stadium with 80,000 berserk fans. Mm. So the Scorpions were there. Then Lizzie was there. And that was, uh, you know, and Phil LaNotte from Thin Lizzie passed away shortly thereafter from this show. And then you had ACDC come out. I mean, they were in there like Bon Scott. Freaking prime, you know, and they just, they just kicked ass. And then like, um, Angus had, uh, um, or Bon Scott had Angus on his shoulders. Cause this was before cordless mics. And he's in the middle of this crowd, just jamming like, you know, live wire or a whole lot of Rosie or one of them songs. And people are going berserk. Then it was journey at their, at their really peak, this was when Journey was really hitting it, and they had their shit together, man. And, I mean, they come out there, and they just blow everybody away. And then after that, it was um, Aerosmith come out. But Aerosmith, they were all messed up. And Aerosmith ended up breaking up that day. This is another thing. This yeah. all happened in one day. And so Aerosmith comes out, and they were terrible. And I know um, uh, John Gorman, who was the program director – at at WMMS at the time when they were like the, you can't even wrap your head around how big and how influential they were in rock and roll at that time. And he says that Steven Tyler climbed on like a banquet table and did a line of cocaine the entire length of the table.
1: Holy shit. And
2: then I guess the girlfriends from the band got into a fight and then the guys all got into a fight and they broke up for years after that. And it all happened there. It all went down there. And then Ted Nugent come out in his he was at his double live gonzo, wang dang, sweet poon tang, great white buffalo. Ted comes out and just blows the place away. And this was an amazing day, but to, to you know, to see AC/DC there with, um, you know, with Bon Scott, that was huge, but this was just anybody that was there. I know Karen was there that's checking in and, uh, you know, anybody that was there at that day, this is like, it's always in their top five concerts of all times. It was just, it was just insane. It was insane. And this one, you could still bring kegs in and things like oh. that. There were dudes there with kegs and porn beers and, you know, and, and you were just able to wheel that stuff in. Yeah. And then then, Karen says
3: that uh, Tyler was so drunk on Jack that he forgot. Oh yeah. 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 They were
2: terrible, but it was still good because by the time they were playing, everybody was on about the same plateau as him. I think that's how Aerosmith, (laughs) that's how Aerosmith made it through the seventies because everybody in the audience was as messed up as they were on stage. So it was like a communal thing. And then my other, my other favorite, uh, my other favorite, um uh, Bon scott's story is ac dc actually played at the tomorrow club in downtown youngstown yep oh god rest the tomorrow club and they opened for a band called mink DeVille, and this is a classic story this was on their live wire tour And they come down there and they open for Mink DeVille. Mink DeVille is kind of like a punk band out of New York City. And I think any other day they would have been well accepted at the Tomorrow Club because everybody was just in the music so much down there that whoever played, they liked, you know, for the most part. So all of a sudden, though, ACDC comes out and they just blow the place away. They played seven songs. That was it. They played like a whole lot of Rosie and a couple of other things, the Jack and a few other songs and then mink the come out and mink the could not even play because everybody just kept chanting acdc oh, no. and then every time it stop a song or finish and hey
1: that was a song called blah, blah. acdc acdc, A-C-D-C.
2: Yeah. and i i do believe that um at this point in time, I don't think I, I am positive that ACDC never opened for Mink DeVille again after that. Yeah. And they probably didn't open for too many other people not long yeah. after that, because that's when they just start taking off. And then a year later, Bon Scott passes away and not even a year, you know, he, right. that that was in uh, July end of July of 1979. And then he passed away in February of 1980. That was a, that was a real bummer. Yeah. And then Brian Johnson come in and, you know, the ghost of Bon Scott helped them write some of the songs on back in black and Bon Scott had written half some of the songs and everything. And, uh, but yeah, that was crazy. You know, see that our grandparents weren't doing that when they were kids, you know, they were right. working in a coal mine or something when they were 16, but Still 40 <laughs> years
3: later, ACDC still on bumper stickers on yes. people's cars. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. You know that see, that's the crazy thing. It it's like screwing everything up. You know, the rock and roll is kind of screwing it up because you don't know what's going on. You know, it's like (laughs) that was 40 years ago. That was 50 years ago. You know, I mean me personally, you know, I I was with Michael Stanley from day one. I was with ACDC from day one. And it's like, okay, I still feel at least in my mind that I'm still the same as when I saw them at Cleveland stadium as I am today. And I would be just as enthused if they, if ACDC comes back out on tour, I'd still be just as pumped up and fired up. You know, I think this gets back to rock and roll keeps you, keeps you young. It really does. It's got that spirit. It's got the energy. And that's what makes you, you know, Still makes you want to, you know, Hey, I was at that Michael say, I was right up on the stage, beating on the stage and, you know, yep. dancing with girls on, on the side and everything, you know, and it was just like, you know, and you're looking at some of these people and they're like 70 years old, but they don't come off like they're 70. They don't come off like, um, um, humbling in on a wheelchair or anything. These people are over at the horseshoe drinking shots of Jack and they're smoking a joint out in front of the place and eating an edible and coming in (laughs) there and rock and roll, you know, and it's like, you know, somebody's, you know, it's good to know that there's like a lot of seventies rock chicks out there that are still into it and having fun and, you know, rocking and rolling, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like the fountain of youth, man. It just brings you this energy, that, you know, makes you feel young. Now here's the, where I draw the line. Okay. Then when you start though, unfortunately getting into the sixties acts, when you go see the Buckinghams, probably when you go see Tommy James and the Shondells. Dells, then you see the old folks,
1: you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> then you see the old folks, the people that were young, you know, like on the upper end of being young when Tommy James came out in 1966, you know, now you see those people and now you're kind of
3: partying. They're yeah, not
1: doing- <laughs> no, 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 you know,
2: but, uh, you know, we just used to have so much fun doing this stuff, you know, and it, and I really do think that rock and roll is what keeps people young. I really do, because when you listen to it, say you listen to Y-103, yes, we play classic rock, and yes, we do play some of the same songs a lot and whatever, but those songs, every song we play invokes a memory in somebody's brain, whether that was your uncle, your crazy uncle's favorite song, whether that was your dad's favorite song. If your dad made you listen to CD 106 on the way to school every day, you know, if you were raised by bikers and old hippies and they wouldn't let you listen to Tupac, this is what you were (laughs) listening to. And so it, it, it just invokes these memories and it just invokes good times. And that's why it's lasted so long. Plus it's good. I don't even want to get to the fact that the Beatles have been around for sixty years. Mm. Think about that. The Beatles come out in nineteen sixty-four. Go back sixty years from nineteen sixty-four, and you'd be listening to music from nineteen hundreds. <sighs> think about that.
3: I, you know, I, I think about this stuff too much. <laughs> I think
2: about that. You know why? Because you know, you're always trying to figure out: Are we too young? Are we too old? Are we too soft? Are we too hard? You know, you're always trying to. To figure that out and then when you start looking at some of this stuff and you're going you know I'll, I'll talk to sandra miller you know maybe about michael stanley and she'll go well you know i think i was born when michael stanley first come out you here listening to go, how could you be born when michael stanley first come out you know yep. and it's it, it's crazy on on the way that it works like that you know and, and if the music wasn't so timeless it would be a little easier to figure out you know you know, like top forty, it comes and goes, and it burns out. And okay, you got uh, WAP one day, and then you got Kanye the next, and these guys are all gone. And you know, but but with us, I mean, you know, and, and there's a lot of classic rock. You know, there's always room for more variety, obviously. But you know, you, you you listen to this stuff, and man, I hear Aerosmith Dream On, still hits me the same way it did when I when I when it came out. When I hear Aerosmith Sweet Emotion. I turn it up, you know. But then also, you know, if I hear Papa Roach cut my life
1: into pieces, this is my last resort: suffocation, no Don't breathing. breathing. <laughs> Don't give a damn about my liver. I'm breathing. Woo! <laughs> you know, I, you know, you know, down with the sickness and
2: all those songs. You know, I, I love them all. You know? you know, let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Yeah. You know. I mean, you know, it, it gets you fired up, you know. Molly Crue still gets me fired up. Elton John gets me, well, fired up, but not in that way. You know, I don't want you to take that the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> say nothing. Hey, hey, if we don't, you know what? Hey, it's 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 2024. We don't have Playboy. No we don't have Playboy magazine. We don't have the um, Sports Illustrated bikinis anymore. If you want to be a man and say you listen to Elton John, by all means. Shares in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs>
1: yeah, shares in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
2: What more do you need? Here's one. Here's another one that'll blow your mind. And okay. I hate doing this because I try to keep it timeless. I don't like to get on there and say 53 year, 40 years ago today, Bon Scott dropped dead. You know, uh-huh. I don't want to get on there and say that because you don't really do. Do I really need to get on there and say? Mick Jagger's almost 80 years old. Do I need to say that or do we all know it? Does that yeah. go without saying? Yeah. You know, and I, yeah. I think a lot of this stuff goes without saying. But then when I look at it and they, you know, 53 years ago today, Yes released the Yes album with I've Seen All Good People, Starship Trooper, Your Move. And I listen to those songs and I think those songs are so freaking good. Yeah. Who's come out with anything? in 50 years to top that, yep. you know, and it's just like, you, you hate to even look at that and go 53 years, you know, maybe it's time for me to retire and go visit <laughs> and, and see half of these friends on here and go out and visit them and ride my motorcycle. But you know, it's just amazing. 47 years. Here's one. Oh, no. Okay. And this is, okay. This doesn't have to be rock 47 years ago this week, 1977, Stevie wonder a won, uh, Grammy of the year for songs in the key of life. And what was on that? Sir Duke and uh, living
1: for the city, you know. bar was born in hard time, Mississippi, but her clothes were never dirty. Good. Yeah. yeah, just that's enough cool, for the city, you know.
2: And now, see, though, that's why some of these black and soul artists belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'll take another little sip if you're – uh on? Yeah. I, you know what? I didn't even drink my espresso. Yeah. That's because I'm talking too much. I don't have any cakey white stuff in the corner of no, my mouth, good. do I? Okay, that's when <laughs> I usually know. That's when I usually know it's time to stop. <laughs> actually, it should be ten minutes before that cakey white stuff forms on the corner of my that's mouth. When radio gets good when the cakey stuff appears. Radio's flowing. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's how you know.
2: Yep. Uh, you know, but yeah, you listen to this stuff and you go, man, alive. It's, it, it's just weird. It's just, it just messes you up because, you know, to me, you know, if I hear, yes, starship trooper or
1: I've seen all good people turn my heads each day. So satisfied, I'm on my way. Damn. You know, I listen and I crank it. Take a straight and stronger course to the corner of your mind. Make the white queen run so fast. She doesn't have time to make your move. Move me on to any black square. Use me anytime you want. You know, Love it, you know, Freddie. Okay,
2: fifty-three years ago, I remember that. Do I remember what I have to do at work tomorrow? No. Do I remember that <laughs> report I have to have done? Do I remember this proposal that I have to have in at noon? No, but ask me the song, the the lyrics the to lyrics, Yes, all of them. Yeah. yeah, like you can sing it all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, Yes, all good people, songs in the key of life from Stevie Wonder. You know, it's just like, okay, there's something wrong with me. That's the thing about rock and roll. It just, you know, yeah, Karen, Karen's a rock and roller. I I love Karen's. Yeah. She saw yes at the Richfield Coliseum revolving stage. That's when that stuff was brand new. And I think the the lineup on the uh, Yes um, Yes album that's like the real one with Chris Squire and Steve Howe. And th- th- at this point in time, there's been fifteen hundred versions of Yes and everything. But I think when you look at that, what was on that Roundabout? Boy, that's another good
1: song. I'll be the roundabout. Words will make you shout it out. <speaking> then <Quietly> in and out the valley, in and around the lake. <speaking then> mountains come out of the sky and stand there. Then I'll be there for you. You know, you know, that's, that's all good stuff, but that's from 50,
2: 50 years ago, 50 years ago. I, you know, Hmm. Hmm. When you hit an espresso like that, that's meaningful. <laughs> right yeah, there. especially after we've been going for about an hour and a half now. <laughs> you know, I hope you have nothing to do yet. <laughs> I got a stack of notes here a mile long. Other things this week in Rock Hill. Yeah, okay, so Bon Scott has been gone 44 years. How could can, how can 1980 be 44 years uh-huh. ago? <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> See, I'm doing stuff that I really shouldn't be doing is, 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 is talking about this as like how long ago it was, you know, it's like, taking, it, you know, it's like revealing like secrets. Like, you know, you never want to talk about this, you know, you don't want to talk about that, that guy died 44 years ago.
1: For <laughs> no, it's just like, <laughs> yeah,
2: it makes you feel old and you don't want to feel old, you know? <laughs> and then let's see, 42 years ago. Now, this story to me seems like this happened yesterday. 42 years ago, 1982, Ozzy Osbourne was arrested for taking a leak at a statue at the Elmo. Remember yes. that one? Yes. That was, okay, yes. just for that, Ozzy belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 100%. 40 years ago this week, Cherry Coke was introduced, which I thought was a long time coming. I was a fan of the Cherry Coke, still am. I still like Cherry Coke. 30 years ago this week, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee got married 30 Holy years ago. Uh, and then they had the video, the best, video. You, you know, what was, you know, what was funny when that first come out, we had butcher our road dog because that was before really the internet and everything. And we had him hook up a VCR so we could show this to people. And he would take the van out. You want to talk about something twisted? Okay, this is probably why I have no problem with the Sports Illustrated bikini issue. This is something you would never, ever, ever, ever again be able to do. (laughs) We would take the Wolf Wagon out, and he would have this VCR and this TV hooked up into the, you know, with some kind of converter at the time or something, which weren't easy to find in, you know, 30 years ago, 1995, these weren't the easiest things to find. And we had the VCR and the TV hooked up. And if you called up, we would come out to your place of work and show you the video. (laughs) And, you know, we would pull up to somebody's, you know, factory or whatever. Everybody would pile out of the factory. They would gather around the van and we'd show you some highlights of the Tommy Lee, Pamela Anderson video. And off to the next stop we went. Did you shut
3: the doors and give you some privacy? So no, you no. Really everybody no. Everybody
2: was standing around. <laughs> That's everybody so was awkward. Around. A bunch of dudes yeah. watching
3: a porn uh-huh. flick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so they
2: standing there and shaking their heads and <laughs> bobbing their heads up and down. Well, not not like that. No, no, no. Yeah. No. Don't, don't take that wrong. Right. And so you're sitting there and and, and you're just... Uh, I I can't imagine you you would never be able to do that. First of all, HR would have somebody fired right off the bat. You know, you, you, you couldn't even get that in the door. And I mean, we used to do that thing too. You know, you mentioned the Babylon earlier. We used to do this thing where we would, you know, we called it hard at work and it was like, okay, you guys need a little break. We're going to bring a stripper from the Babylon out to your place of work. Okay. And we would go to these Machine shops and garages and everything, and the, these dancers from the Babylon would get out and they would dance around and stuff. And the one day we had this one, and it, it, it if if you really search, it's somewhere on the internet. I, I don't know if it's still out there or not, but this one guy had a video posted. It said, "My best day at work ever," and we had this one dancer. And she was like one of the national headliners at, the at the oh, Babylon, my best day at work and maybe stripper. And so anyways, this, this guy, th- this, this stripper used to be in the Navy and she used to run heavy equipment in the Navy. She would load ships and stuff with like, you know, cranes and, you know, heavy equipment. So we take her down to this place and you see this video and it's like, there's a train yard there and there's like some kind of steel mill or whatever it is. And she gets in this, whatever heavy equipment was and starts driving it around. Okay. She's wearing, keep in mind now, a bikini and steel toed shoes. So she's out there and she's driving this loader around and stuff and, you know, like a pro, she gets in it. You know, first of all, what place is going to let a, a, a half naked woman get in their equipment where everybody's standing around and, you know, zipping around the lot and picking things up and moving HR stuff around? said that's a morale booster right <laughs> Yeah. There. And that's how we looked at it. It was a morale <laughs> booster. It was the guy's best day at work ever. 100%. Yeah, okay. So then, yeah, you can hear guys in the background going, I thought she was gonna be naked
1: <laughs> you know okay it's not
2: enough that here we are at your workplace we're in this rail yard behind this factory somewhere and you got a woman in a bikini driving your loader around and and just going berserk yeah I thought she was gonna be naked Aww. oh next thing you know boom naked, <laughs> naked driving this thing around man <laughs> and, and everybody's just going freaking nuts and it's like you could never do that today you would you would never be able I, to do I that think we should the whole place it. the whole place would get shut down i
3: think we should try it to see if you can get away with it i don't believe you
2: <laughs> you don't believe me <laughs> no. believe me no. take my word for it take my word for a, it a
3: naked uh heavy machinery operator
2: yeah yeah we're just gonna take you to some factory and we're gonna let a naked woman just get on there and start loading box cars and stuff absolutely train cars and lifting up pipe or whatever it was you know no pun intended yeah 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 yeah, yeah. right exactly yeah she's moving some pipe yeah there was there there was some pipe being moved that day you know there's some movement going on i'll tell you what though tomorrow's a sad day 21 years ago tomorrow was that big fire with great white in, 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 um, in Rhode Island, one of the worst fire, uh, deaths in, in American history. And I'll tell you what, to this day, uh, this, this thing really breaks me up because, um, Ty Longley, who was the, uh, guitar player at that time for great white, got killed in that fire. And his dad still works out at Sharon Speedway. Mm -hmm. And his dad and me became really, really good friends when I was working out at Sharon Speedway. And we were doing a lot of stuff. And he was always talking about his son, Ty. And, you know, he's showing me all these pictures. And he'd go out to California and party with him. And uh, he was just such a, a nice dude. He was just such a great guy. And you see these pictures of him. You look him up on uh, on online. Ty Longley, L-O-N-G-L-E-Y. And, uh, I'll tell you what, he was just such a super guy, super talented. And I'll tell you when I, when I heard the news that morning, that the, that the fire and involved great white. And the first thing I, that hit me was like, Oh, I hope Ty's Okay. Because I never met him, but through his dad, you know, with all his pictures and stories, you know, I'd come out there and go, Oh, you're not going to believe man. Last week I got to go out to LA
1: and we met up with the band and blah,
2: blah, blah. We were here and we were there. And, and I'll tell you what, I mean, to this day, I'm I'm, I'm still broke up about that. I mean, and that, that's been what now 20, 21 years ago. And, um, you know, a lot of people from Sharon know him, and a lot of people from Majory and everything. And uh, he was just an awesome, awesome dude. And then, you know, for that to happen, I, I'll tell you, I still remember how bummed out I was when I, you know, I, I was just numb, you know, when that news come on and I heard it and they go, and it, it was a concert by a band, great white. And I was going like, Oh, no. oh I hope. Ty got out of there, man, you know, and unfortunately he didn't. So, you know, every year, you know, I send out my condolences to his family and, you know, we should
3: have Pat on the show. He would be a really good guest. Great storyteller. Oh yeah. 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 Let's
2: do that. Yeah, yeah. We got to get him on and, you know, even just his stories at Sharon Speedway oh, and yeah. all everything that, that, that's gone on I'm out there. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was, um, that was, that was really a sad thing there too, you know, but, uh, yeah, God bless you, Ty Longley, and uh, you are missed, and that was a tragic day, and uh, to this day, 20 years later, you know, our, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to his his dad and his family, although I don't like to say that, you know, thoughts and prayers, because I think nowadays, people just throw that around, like, eh, you know, so, but no, I, I really do feel for his family, and like I say, I never met him, but I felt like I knew him just, just through his dad and he'd always pull out some pictures or something.
1: Hey, look at these, you know, whatever. So
2: proud of them. Oh yeah. 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 You know, or Hey, they're working on this new album or man, they're on the road, you know, or I, you know, I went out and seen them in wherever, you know, and, you know, the guys, you know, the the guys in the band would treat them right and everything. And, uh, but that was, that, that was really a sad thing, sad thing, you know, but, um, I don't know. I hate to leave it, wrap up on a sad note like that. What else we got?
3: I oh, know we were talking about boobs and, uh, yeah, 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 and yeah yeah and yeah 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 bummed us out
2: <laughs> yeah so we gotta we gotta I, I gotta have something else on here to end on a high note and and like I say though that was uh oh I know what Yammer yager they retired his number <laughs> Yammer yager what a crazy Good guy right I love, love I love Yammer yager. And uh, boy, what a character he was. He came to the United States at 18 from the Czech Republic, couldn't speak English, biggest star in hockey at the time, you know. And uh, he, he was just a character, you know. He had that mullet going, you know. Uh, and I miss the mullet. Maybe, maybe the uh, resurgence of interest in Yammer Yager will bring back the mullet. I, you know, I was a big fan of the mullet. What else they call it? The Tennessee Waterfalls, the Kentucky Waterfalls you know, business in the front party in the back. Yes. You know, I used to love the mullet. I thought that was like the best thing going, you know, now this hair I got now, it's just like, you just can't totally, do it. like- uh, it's just totally out of control. You know, I, you know, but maybe if they'd bring back the mullet, I'll tell you who had one of the craziest mullets I ever seen. This guy that was on like the road crew for David Allen Coe. Imagine that and he had he had this mullet that was so badass you know it was like the perfect mullet I just you know I wanted to even go up to him and say dude that is just badass keep it you know let let it fly man don't 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 say die it's almost like
3: you have to like if you're a roadie for Dave Allen Co, yeah
2: maybe it was mandatory (laughs) you know that's how he got the job you know But Yammer Yager, man, what a character he was, you know, always be driving around Pittsburgh in some kind of fancy, you know, foreign car, getting all these speeding tickets. Somebody said one time they opened his glove compartment. It was just stuffed with speeding tickets. He didn't care. 120, (laughs) 130. He'd always be zipping around Pittsburgh, getting tickets. He just threw them in his glove compartment. He didn't care. My hero. Oh, I love Yomar Yager and, uh, and Sidney Crosby too. But uh, yeah, that was really a big weekend. Unfortunately, they lost the game on Yammer Yager night. They retire his jersey. All you heard about last night, if you were a sports or last week, if you were a sports fan, if you were a hockey fan, Yammer Yager, Yammer Yager, number 68 going to the Raptors. only the third jersey number retired. And, you know, you know and then they start bringing back all this stuff like, you know, they had a video of him at some record store looking for Bon Jovi records when he was like 18, 19, and then he couldn't speak English and he's trying to talk and everything. And, so cool. and, and the guy's such a badass, he's still playing hockey in Czechoslovakia. He still plays hockey in the Czech Republic. And of course he's got like a 20-year-old girlfriend. Of course. <laughs> that was one of his that was one of his comments. He goes, she has, he goes, She's a little too young to remember me playing for Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah.
3: Fringe benefits. That's to it. Be a
2: hockey right, song. right, 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 right. And you don't see anybody talking, you know, if now if he would have wound up with somebody like Taylor Swift or whatever, would everybody be like, oh, you know, you know, no who shit cares? Talking for him. Nope. Who cares? Some of that stuff is just so trivial and so mm-hmm you know, don't be jealous. Yeah. Don't be a hater. Nope. You know what? If you had a chance at Taylor Swift, you would be right there. Don't, don't even tell me. Well, you ready to wrap up this thing? I am. This is a good one. I loved it. All right. Yeah. Just some, uh, random babbling by me tonight. Maybe we'll get a real guest next week or so. I, I, you know, I got all these people and then I try to call them and they don't come and you know what, you know what else happens these weeks have been flying by so fast for me. I cannot get a grip on everything I got to get done. It, you know, it, it, it's just, it, it, I can't, first of all, I can't believe we're, we're wrapping up February already. You know, I'm looking at, you know, I'm I'm looking already, man, you know, March 10th, we got the St. Paddy's Day parade the following week, the 17th at St. Paddy's Day. And I got something else coming up, probably March madness and everything. And then the next thing you know, Okay, April will fly right by. Now we're in May. We're talking bike nights, it's like right back into the in into the grind. And it's like I I need a little bit of a a pause here. You know, yeah. what are you doing for St. Patty's Day? Oh, uh, let's see. I will be I will be at the St. Patty's Day parade on the tenth, and after that we got a little party going on, big party going on at uh, Magic Tree, and St. Patty's Day I'll be at the Magic Tree in Boardman all day. St. Paddy's Day on a Sunday this week or this year. So, you know, come on Monday, out. Monday, like I got a prediction. <laughs> hey, no, uh, don't <laughs> even go down that road. I will be on the air Monday afternoon following St. Patty's Day no matter what. Sandra, listen <laughs> to me. Monday,
3: if Freddie is feeling a little under the weather, I'm going to translate that to you right now. St. Patty's Day extended into Monday.
2: Hundred percent. Never, <laughs> never. I will be there Monday the eleventh after the parade party, and I will be be there Monday the eighteenth. I will be there at three o'clock.
3: Can we write this down and get a
2: little signature? Yes, behind? you can. Okay, you can right. take that to the bank. Okay, if you're, you're going to bet against me from being there, don't. Like I say, if you, <laughs> you, if I am not there, if I can't make it there by three o'clock. Something is radically wrong. Then I'm going to check in the rehab. All right. That's my that's my <laughs> motto. If I can't make it by three o'clock, I I will I will you know I'll have to. Uh, now I'm not going to say what kind of condition I'm going to be in. I still might be wearing my kilt, <laughs> my right? stained highly stained kilt.
3: But <laughs> <laughs> well, now the challenge is in.
2: You're going to show up hungover. Oh, the, you know, your guts no, no, out. no, no. Yeah, the, I mean, there's there there's no, no way. way. If I just have to leave the magic tree and sleep in the garage right at the radio station so that I walk across the parking lot, then I will do that. Yep. Right? Because now the challenge has been issued. Yeah. And, I, and honestly, <laughs> I I could not call off after two major events two days, two days, twice in a row.
3: HR will be on to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know,
2: yeah. When they look at your thing and they go, hmm, this guy called off the day after the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. He called off the day after the Daytona 500. Right. He called off the day after the St. Patty's Day parade
1: And New he, Year's Eve. What is going yeah. on here? He called off
2: the day after St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> okay, is there a pattern here? Uh-huh. Does somebody have a problem? <laughs> Excuse me. We have this little jar here. We would like you to take a leak in if you don't mind. Just routine. Nothing, you know. No, we're we're not, not we're not we're not calling you out or anything, but uh you know, yeah, it's just random and your random. day your day happened to come up today.
1: You
2: know? <laughs> yeah, that's uh yeah, no. I will be there and now you have forced me to be there. I have no choice but to be there. Because you're, 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 you know, you're, you're, you you know, yeah, you called me out. So no matter what it takes to be there, (laughs) unless they won't let me out of jail, that's the only thing. The only thing that's going to keep me from being there is jail. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. yep. There's your out right there. It's like if you don't yeah. feel good, hey,
1: hey. rob a stickers I mean, bar.
2: I'm in jail, dude. <laughs> yeah. What is worse? Calling up because you couldn't hang at St. Patty's Day, or just calling in to say you're in jail. <laughs> I think if you're gonna do it, it's cause say you're in jail. Yes, you know, this right. way it's like stay dude, face. Yeah, dude, my man, you're in jail. Awesome. What happened? Oh, uh, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. Uh, let me out. Come and bail me out. But then you just go, I don't feel good. Oh, can't yeah, like I well. say, though, missing missing the day after the Super Bowl for a legitimate reason yes. was was really kind really of embarrassing. You.
1: you don't have to keep it uh, No, that. I do. I no, do. You know what? You. Even, even they we put on here. You. They
2: said, do you think Fast Freddy was legitimately sick, you know, for calling in the day after the Super Bowl? And what was the vote? Do you think anybody—not one of my loyal, devoted, loving listeners—had my back? Oh, Nobody had my back. That's
3: terrible, man.
2: I know it is. I'm laying there, I'm sick on my deathbed with the—I'm taking COVID tests and everything to make sure that I'm all right, you know. And 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 this is what I got from my friends. A proper influencer would have
3: live streamed the sickness to really lay down the evidence.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They could have seen me there like shivering. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 With a blanket wrapped yes. around me. Uh, uh, I'm really sick. I'm not hung over. <laughs> with the yeah. thermometer <laughs> sticking out. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, a hot water bottle or an ice pack on my head. <laughs> and then I do the, I, and I do the COVID test live on the air. Yeah. And I said, okay, listen, I'm going to sit here for 15 minutes. We're going to see. And when I test positive, you guys are going to feel bad. That's it. You guys are going to really feel bad that you doubted said, me. Yeah. That you doubted me, mm. you know, like, you know, plus I wouldn't lie about that anyways, because I, I don't want to come off looking like a lightweight. You know what I mean? I, you know, I, I, I don't want to come off looking. But like you got to admit the timing is imperfect. Yes, it is. It's not. Yes, great. it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> to this day. Now, you know what? And, and, and like some of the people that go back, the old schoolers, They, they, they called me up and they go, what did you do? Get some bad beef? Because one day Casey Malone did that and it was obvious. She (laughs) won like a huge block pool at the super bowl and she was partying her ass off and she didn't show up on Monday. And she's going, I got bad beef. (laughs) The beef at the buffet (laughs) was bad. They had some bad beef at halftime. What are the time. chances? <laughs> Man, Ugh. and so I didn't want to say I got the bad beef because then, then done. They they would have known for sure that I was I was lying. But uh, no, I, I I really was sick from the Super Bowl, and I, I will maintain that. And if any of uh, people, oh, we forgot to show our uh, Thomas Edison. Oh, that's Tesla. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's his rival. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you see, yeah, you see, I can. Hey, you see, how I make that mistake. You know, <laughs> hey, anybody can mistake. Piss Tesla. off the coast yeah. of Edison. You don't want to go there. <laughs> hey, common mistake. Anybody knows that. <laughs> well, let me finish this uh, last little shooter here and uh, head on down the road. We'll do it next week. Hopefully, we'll get a guest, and you won't have to listen to me babble. The white cakey stuff is starting to form in the corner of my mouth, so I'm at that point, it means it's, it's time to drink a shot and and head out down the road. That's it. All right, Joe. Thank you. Great time Absolutely. today, as always, sitting here shooting a bull. Thanks everybody for tuning in and uh, hanging with us here tonight. And um, I'll see you tomorrow, three o'clock on Y one hundred three. And um, yeah, and then what else do I got? Then then I got the St. Patty's Day. That's about the next thing I got coming up. St. Patty's right. Day Parade, March tenth. Come on out to the um, Magic Tree, March 10th, after the parade. And then St. Patty's Day, include us in as one of your stops, and you will see me there. And I will have my kilt on. And I do have something under my kilt because they do have families there and stuff. And, you know, some of these women out there, they want to pull the kilt open and all that stuff. And then there's kids sitting there. And, you know, these women, they don't care. They just want to see it. They don't care if they're embarrassing kids, their grandparents or whatever. They just want to rip it off and see it. So just so you know, I will have, but I will have green plaid boxers on. So, you know, just so you know, it's safe to bring the kids out because if there is a wardrobe malfunction, we got it covered. All right. All right. So it's safe to go out. Cheers, Joe. Thanks for a good show today. We'll talk to you next week.
3: Thank you for listening to this show on Youngstown Studio. This is original Youngstown content. Feel free to share our videos and tell your friends about us. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Facebook. Thank you for your
0: support.